Live from the Prop Swap Studios on AM 1490 Sports Betting Radio, it's The Fix with Ryan Rothstein. Presented by Prop Swap. Prop Swap that ticket and cash in while the odds have improved. Rothstein was a hell of a handicapper. I can tell you that. That's how winning is done. Now get out there and do it. Pulls up, three-pointer. Bang! Bang! Wait a minute. Hold on, wait a minute. All right, welcome back to The Fix, live in the Prop Swap Studios on AM 1490 Sports Betting Radio. I'm your host, Ryan Rothstein. One hour down, two to go, and in the second hour here, we're really going to gear up for the Masters. November 10th, and it's Masters time. I'm not hating it. I'm actually loving it. And there's so many bets now that you can make. And obviously in New Jersey, we're in year three of legalized sports betting. And the popularity, of course, is just continuing to grow throughout the country. So how are we going to make our best bets for the Masters that start in just a couple days, not just who to win, not just top 10 finishes, but all the prop bets that you have to offer on the wagering menu. So much to get into. Um, But my next guest here, Joshua Perry from the Action Network, he wrote a great article today available on the Action Network website at actionnetwork.com, and he joins me now to talk about the Masters and some value bets, some favorites, and some long shots. Josh, thanks for your time, man. I appreciate it. How you doing? Yeah, no problem. Just uh, like everyone else, watching golf all of a sudden. Uh, it's not usually golf season, I guess. People are usually in football mode, but uh, this week I guess we'll change it a little bit. Yeah, and I'm curious. I mean, you're hearing this question now a lot over the past few days, and I'll, I'll still ask it to you. <laughs> you think this benefits the Masters uh, and the and the game of golf in general? I, I think it does. It has to, right? Um, yeah, I mean, people are just kind of interested in, in general with sports stuff. And, I mean, golf's kind of been carrying the wave a little bit during the early part of the summer when everything was, was shut down and things like that. Golf's kind of the one who jump-started everybody and kind of brought in a lot of new people in there just watching or whether they're betting on it or not. It's kind of opened the eyes of what golf can be. And I think it's going to – I think they're kind of trying to carry that wave on. And this is just kind of an interesting little change of the pace, too, for them. No, absolutely. Uh, all right, Josh, so let's get into it. I want to ask you about uh, some prop bets that you like, and we'll get into that uh, in just a few minutes. But let's just start right off off the top here with the obvious and the biggest question, the favorites for the tournament. Who do you like uh, at the top of the list? Yeah, I usually don't, like, bet them outright. Um, just, like, the 8-to-1, 10-to-1 type guys don't really do much for me. Um, I usually kind of start in that 25-to-30-to-1 to range. But mm-hmm. if people are, like, looking at their favorite guys or one of the big names, um, Dustin Johnson and Justin Thomas are probably the two I, I would start with. Um, Dustin Johnson, I think, has probably been in the best form of anybody. He um, he hasn't finished outside of, like, the top six in, like, three or four months. And then his last four starts here, he's been inside the top ten and was a runner-up to Tiger last time around. And Thomas has just kind of trended slowly but surely in the right direction here. He's improved his results each of his four times. He was second last time out at, at the Zozo to Cantlay, him and Rahm, and Cantlay kind of duked it out there, and he came up just short. But his, his game's going the right way, too. So, yeah just kind of a little bit of a, a if they're you're if you're just looking for one guy at the top just to, to ride it out for four days i think those two are probably the ones i would look at 
What are your thoughts on uh, Bryson DeChambeau? That's the guy that the whole world's talking about, and it's almost at the point now where if you don't bet him, you're going to be kicking yourself just because <laughs> he's just the popular bet. I don't really like it either. I'm with you. I like the value in the 15 to 30 range at least when I say 15. But real quick, what's your thoughts on DeChambeau? Yeah, I feel like um, there were there were times early in the summer or prior to the hiatus where people were getting 25, 40, 66. It kind of has been trending downwards the whole time. And then we saw him blow out the U.S. Open field, and obviously that was kind of the end of any sort of number ever popping up. So, yeah, I mean, if he – yeah, I mean, Matt, the the Masters is a course where distance really helps, and if he's going to go out there and drive at 30 yards past everybody else, then, um, yeah, he's as good a chance as anyone there. I just – I kind of feel like I've already missed out. The value was there, and I didn't back it when it was there. Those yeah. 25-to-1s or 40-to-1s, so I'm not going to chase it at an 8-to-1 now. It's just like if you win, you win. Again, because, like, a lot of people only bet the Masters, but, like, you're talking with me on golf. Golf's kind of the main thing I do, so I don't really feel like chasing – anything because there's always next week for me if you're only betting the masters you want to bet bryson bet bryson but then mm-hmm. i've got i've got the rsm classic coming up next week and it's all the same <laughs> to me but for people who just dive in and yeah bet who you who you want sort of thing there with with a guy like bryson yeah no no absolutely and, and you know there's going to be a lot of those um bettors who aren't typically betting all those tournaments and uh plenty of guys that that fall under your category all right let, let's move into the next tier uh, Josh, and you have your Jason Days, you have your Patrick Reeds, uh, and then another name that I'm hearing way too much, uh, who I like, but I'm hearing his name a little bit too much that I became skeptical, <laughs> Bubba Watson. Yeah, Bubba's, Bubba's playing great. Uh, he's been top 10 the last couple of weeks, and we know he can win here. He's done it a couple times. Um, mm-hmm. He's just really hit and miss, and the putter has really not shown up for him all basically all summer and now into the fall. Um, if he putts good, he can win this tournament. But it's just kind of one of those things where it's starting to wind down a little bit on Bubba. But, I mean, everything's there for him. He likes the course. He likes everything he sees. He plays it well. I mean, we, we talk about the two wins, but, I mean, he was fifth two years ago. He was just outside the top ten last year, so he's strung together some decent results in the past couple of years. And, I mean, just that recent form in the last two tournaments out in California and Vegas, he's playing really well. Top ten, both of those. So, the current form's there. The course history is there. It all kind of lines up for him. It's just one of those things where, for four days, is he going to putt well enough? Because that's why he hasn't won in a while. Is because that putter just doesn't show up. Yeah, he's he's someone that is the popular quote unquote value pick on DraftKings right now. Bubba Watson, thirty three to one. Uh, what are some other names uh, for you, Josh, that are in that same type of category that you're saying, hey, this is a really good value pick uh, for for a winner to win it all? Um, I You mentioned Patrick Reed. I did start off my, my card with him. At, he's probably 28 to 1. You might be able to find a 30 to 1 somewhere out there. Yeah, 30 um, to 1 yeah, on DraftKings. A couple years ago, and we know that these good results kind of back each other up like bubble one and then he kind of had a weird year and then he won it again two years later and we've seen obviously reed's not tiger but tiger strung them together we've seen other guys win multiple times here or string together multiple good results i thing with patrick reed is he just kind of likes the the setup of the course there it kind of fits the way he likes to play with the draw off the tee um and then just his recent results there have been great he's been inside the top 15 his last four times kind of flew under the radar a bit in europe uh he went over to england it Wentworth, their big prestigious tournament over there. 
and, and took third. So he's that one's not going to really be in your PGA Tour stat. So um, just everything um, is kind of trending the right way for Patrick Reed too. I mean, he's really good scrambler, really good around the green. So that's going to that's going to carry him even if the irons aren't dialed in completely for a couple of days. He's still got the short game to to stay up, stay above water while while waiting for everything to line up. All right, what are some long shots that you like, Josh? Uh, someone a little bit below the tier of the Patrick Reeds and the Bubba Watsons. Yeah, the the two guys I ended up betting um, pretty far down, probably eighty to one to one hundred to one type range, were uh, Cameron Smith and Jason Kokrak. Uh, Cameron Smith's kind of in my mind like a Patrick Root lead right, a light or a poor man's Patrick Reed. There, he's <laughs> kind of got a similar game where he's not like the longest off the tee, he's not the most in, most accurate guy, but with it with the irons and the wedges he's really good and then the short game is outstanding and uh he's just kind of been trending in the right direction there with uh capping it off with he was fourth before he talked about thomas and rom and cantley duking it out in california he was right below them in fourth so he was hanging with those guys two years ago he was fifth here so uh he's played well here before and the game's going in the proper direction you could probably find 81 pretty easily on him and then jason kokrak he won a couple weeks ago uh, first win ever, and so hard to once you get off that. Who knows? But uh, he's not really expecting him to come out and win, but maybe he's a top twenty type play. But yeah, he's a debut guy, so you can't really expect a first timer to go out and win. They usually don't. But every week he's hovering around that top twenty. I think in his last five or six starts, he's missed one cut, and the rest of them have been seventeenth or better. So the game's basically as good as it's ever been, and he's finally got that first win. So the monkey's off his back. He's probably just kind of going free wheel it this week. Talking with Joshua Perry, writer for the Action Network. Follow him on Twitter at Joshua Perry twenty two. Uh, before I ask you about some some prop bets that you like, Josh, I want to ask you because I basically have to ask you. You know what's coming about Tiger Woods? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, Tiger. It's just rough. Like we've had these discussions like before. Um, I mean, obviously he's the defending champ, so there's no doubt in anyone's mind that he can go out and win it. But just since the since the return, uh, he hasn't really been able to string together any sort of good results, um, whether it's health related or not. I, I don't know. I'm not a doctor. I can't really tell on that. But just looking at what he's done, I mean, it's been three months, and he doesn't have a top 50 in that time. He missed the cut at the U.S. Open, um, and then like he was near the bottom of the field a couple weeks ago in a no cut event. Took 72nd. There was only about 70, I think 78 players in that field. So. I mean, honestly, if you're betting Tiger, it's with your heart more than with your head, and a lot of people will do that. But, um, yeah, it's just really tough to see how his game is going to line up this week because things just don't don't appear to be going in the right direction. I mean, he was barely making cuts during the FedEx Cup playoff stuff, and it's just it hasn't been there for him. Uh, he's Yeah, it's just not where it needs to be at all. So, I mean, it, like, the, like last year when he won – he had strung together some decent results. He picked up some finishes. We were seeing signs that he was playing well. Whether or not he could carry it into a major, we didn't know. But there was some, oh, top 20 here, top 20 there. But that's just not the case this time. He's he's missing cuts or he's finishing in the back half of fields where there isn't a cut, and that's just below average across the board. So it's just going to be really tough for him, I think, this week. Yeah, he's uh, he's definitely the – heart bet not the head bet but you're right he is the defending champion and it feels like years ago for a lot of obvious reasons but it was just the last one where tiger 
is sporting the most recent green jacket. All right, Josh, what are some prop bets that you like? As I mentioned, there's a lot on the wagering menu for the Masters besides winner. Uh, so what are some prop bets that stand out for you? Yeah, I had mentioned Cameron Smith earlier, but like we were saying, there are a lot of top 20-type plays there. He's been racking up top 20s recently, four of his last seven starts. He's been in the top 20. Um, a couple of the ones he didn't, he was inside the top 25, so he just missed it by about a shot or so. Uh, you can probably find that at like two or three to one, depending on where you look. If you dig around, but some of these different books—that's the—that's the key too with golf. But like I know in New Jersey, you guys have a lot of options out there with with the online books now. So yeah, just make sure you're shopping this stuff around because the odds can fluctuate quite a bit. Um, but yeah, Cameron Smith, top twenty, is a guy I like. Same with like the Jason Kokrak type player. We mentioned him earlier as well. So finding top twenties on those type of guys. Um, I also bet Gary Woodland to miss the cut. And I found that I think there's you can probably find that plus 140, plus 150. Uh, one thing we noted earlier with the Masters, they let us know this year is that they changed their cut rule. It used to be uh, if you were within 10 shots of the lead, you can make it. So it's guys at six under lead, and after two days, it doesn't matter if there's 50 guys or 80 guys at four over or better, they're all playing the weekend. They got rid of that rule, and so they're just doing top 50 and ties flat out. So we know exactly how many people are making the cut and it's going to be a little bit more than half the field um and so that brings me back to gary woodland even when we had those softer cuts and things like that he was still missed three out of his last four and then he's been banged up he withdrew a couple weeks ago he's missed uh, the weekend three of his last five starts so just getting plus money on a guy who struggled here and is struggling with his health is probably a way to look to fade him maybe like in matchups too if you can find a gary woodland matchup i think i've seen him against like kuchar things like that probably a good spot and then one other one i found uh was see woo kim to be the top korean player and so you're duking it out with four other guys there with see woo Hmm. Um, versus Sung J.M., Ben On, and Sung Kang. And Siwoo's the only guy of that bunch who's ever finished in the top 25 in the Masters. Uh, Sung J.M. and Sung Kang have never even played the tournament, so they've got to deal with that debut situation where who knows how they'll play. And then Ben On's only made the cut once here. And Siwoo's been playing pretty well. He's pretty. Uh, a lot of the guys who bet golf every single week, he's the type of guy who will, everyone will bet to win tournaments just because he can might pop up out of nowhere at 150 and pop one off at a big field like we saw the players a few years ago but recently he's just played great he missed the cut last week in houston but before that he had two top 20s and an eighth place finish in vegas so the, the game's in a good spot and he plays well at the masters he's 21st and 24th the last couple of years so i think you can find that probably plus 250 range and, and take a chance at that Last one for you here, Josh, and this one may seem a little bit silly, but you, you take all the odds away. Uh, we threw a lot of names out there, favorites, top-tier, mid-tier, long shots, prop bets. Needle in a haystack type of question, but just who do you think is going to be the winner when it's all said and done, uh, regardless of value bets um, and, and everything else that comes with betting? Sunday, who's putting on the green jacket in your mind? Yeah, if I had to bet, like, or just pick one guy, like a one-and-done type thing, it'd probably be Dustin Johnson, just because mm. we've been playing now for three months straight. He hasn't finished outside the top five or six. He's been just reeling off results. He had his positive COVID test, and then last week was his first week back. He hadn't played in a month and a half and came out and finished second. So, like, the rust was shaken off, and he nearly almost won. So, And then the last three, four years at the Masters, he was second to Tiger the year before last year took missed it by a shot missed the playoff by a shot he's got a fourth a six like everything in his game is trending the right direction at augusta 
and everything in his current game is trending in the right direction, and he's probably the best player in the world, so just top to bottom. It's all kind of tends to be a little bit of a head game with him. Just seems like sometimes he makes one or two critical mistakes, but I feel like slowly but surely he's kind of working those out of his game, and everything's just kind of pointing, pointing his way this week. We'll see. I've always been a fan of DJ and, and rooting for him and see if he's able to get it done on this November edition of the Masters. Joshua Perry, kind enough uh, to join us uh, for a few minutes of his time. Be sure to follow him on Twitter at Joshua Perry 22 Brings excellent insight for all of your golf sports betting action over at the Action Network. Josh, I appreciate it. Best of luck to you this week. No problem. Thanks. Anytime. All right. There he is. Good stuff uh, from Josh from the Action Network. I'm excited. <laughs> I am excited for the Masters. This is just, it just adds to your week. Thursday, you know, even the, you know, the casual golf fan, the golf player, the Masters is something that everyone goes on board with, regardless of how much you play golf, how much you watch golf. Uh, and I love the dynamic of it being smack in the middle of college football, NFL. It's going to be a lot of fun. I've been rooting for Dustin Johnson for what seems like a long time. His game fits the Masters very well, and this isn't the first time you've heard that. You know, Josh mentioned last year he really blew his chance to win the Masters going head-to-head with Tiger, so to speak. Not quite literally, but right there with Tiger, he wasn't able to get it done. Seven finishes this year for Dustin Johnson, 12th or better. He has the long game. If his putter can be there, if the mental aspect can be there for DJ, you have to like his chances uh, to be donning the green jacket when it's all said and done. And he is the second best odds at plus 850, at least on DraftKings. You have DeChambeau, plus 750. Then you have DJ, Dustin Johnson, plus 850. John Rahm, third, at plus 1050. And there's Rory McIlroy, who... Not someone Josh even really brought up in that conversation at 13 to 1, alongside Justin Thomas at 13 to 1. And then you have Brooks Kepka right behind those guys at 17 to 1. Uh, and, and there's so much to bet on. My advice would be regardless, let's say you have $100 to spend uh, for betting the Masters, I would maybe pick three to five guys to win the tournament. And, you know, I, I would maybe take one guy in the top tier, one guy in the mid tier. Then you can maybe throw five bucks on a long shot. You know, for me, it would probably be 10 bucks on Dustin Johnson at plus 850. Then I'd probably do plus 10 bucks at Bubba Watson at 33 to 1. Uh, and then you can maybe make a heart bet if you're a Tiger fan with five bucks at plus 46 to 1. Um, you know, and then throw in some, sprinkle in some prop bets. Here's a bet that I like. Uh, a previous winner to win the tournament, plus 750. And I mentioned a stat from earlier. 17 different guys have won this tournament multiple times. You know, and, and you go through the list of names that are going to be playing at the Masters this week. And there's a lot of guys that have won it that have a really good chance of winning it again. So we'll see what happens. Great insight from Joshua Perry from the Action Network. This is what he does. Um, so to get a few minutes of his time, 
was kind of a big deal. Uh, so thanks again to Josh. Be sure to follow him on Twitter at Joshua Perry 22. All right, got to take our first break of the second hour. When we come back, we'll transition to some football talk. I'll fill you in on all the latest live matching final results there. Talk some more NFL Week 10. And we'll come full circle with more Masters Talk. Stay tuned to The Fix in the Prop Swap Studios on AM 1490 Sports Betting Radio.